Did you know that DHA or omega-3 is destroyed by blue light exposure? And the reason why that matters is because DHA is important for the brain and the nervous system. It helps with making neurotransmitters, which are like messengers between nerve cells. It also helps keep the membranes around nerve cells healthy. And it can also be turned into substances that help the body heal and reduce inflammation. So when we don't have enough DHA, it contributes to all type of illnesses like obesity, autoimmunity, neurodegenerative diseases like Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, etc. While consuming DHA is one solution, but just that alone isn't enough. So let's take a look at how we can resolve this problem, along with how we can build up our solar callus or solar tolerance so that we don't get sunburnt easily. And while we do so, how we can prevent sunburns and in case of getting one, how we can treat it safely and naturally. Before we jump into what's in store for you today, I wanted to take a minute or two and share something really interesting, which once again reminds us that sunlight is really beneficial and nowhere close to being harmful as we are wrongly led to believe. Back in the early 1900s, sunlight was being used to cure all sorts of diseases in heliotherapy clinics located in Switzerland. And even in Slovenia back in 1855, Rick Lee, a Swiss doctor, had opened a thermal treatment station. In 1903, Tinsen was awarded the Nobel Prize for Medicine for successful treatment of cutaneous TB, lupus vulgaris, with ultraviolet radiation. We have shared a PDF containing photographs of the same at Reuler's Clinic in Leysen, Switzerland. And you'll also find a link under references that contains a collection of articles and studies in relation to the benefits of sunlight. Kindly check the show notes. Getting back, regardless, there was a different set of limited focus studies done in a lab using isolated artificial ultraviolet light on animals. I'm guessing mice. Based on that, they showed that excess ultraviolet light in huge amounts could cause cancers in different animals. So, they concluded that must apply to humans as well, while comparing it to sun exposure. Although, it should be noted that an isolated artificial ultraviolet light source was used in a lab on animals that oftentimes were nocturnal, like mice and so on. It's not conditions that replicate healthy light exposure. Alright, with that said, let's move on to blue light toxicity and how we can deal with it. Let's first try to understand in brief 
what is blue light toxicity to begin with it's the potential harm or damage that can be caused by prolonged exposure to blue light which is pretty obvious right blue light is a type of high energy visible light with wavelengths between approximately 380 and 500 nanometers it is emitted by electronic devices such as smartphones tablets and computers as well as by artificial lighting sources like led lights fluorescent bulbs and most of the other energy saving bulbs that's one way we are exposed to it indoors another way we are exposed to blue light is when sun rays pass through glass that's when the glass blocks all the purple uv light around 40 to 60% of the red light as well but has no effect on the blue light from the sun basically it does not block the blue light from passing through which takes place if the windows are shut of course in short when we are indoors even during the day especially in winters we are flooded with excessive blue light and even the lenses glasses we wear and including contact lenses affect the frequency of light from the sun we don't mean to say that stop wearing your glasses or contact lenses that's not possible especially in the short term even sunglasses when you're out especially when you're driving on a nice sunny day we are not recommending or advising that don't wear sunglasses absolutely not safety comes first and never compromise your safety by not wearing glasses or sunglasses or lenses apart from that when safety is not an issue then perhaps you can consider a work around to get the full spectrum of sunlight yes that's really important good thing you mentioned rajivi now let's take a quick look at what's the connection between dha and blue light there is a higher concentration of dha in the eye compared to the brain and when dha gets broken down due to blue light it gets broken down into antioxidants resolvent protectin and meresins and we have less than 1% ability to recycle dha endogenously neither can it be produced within the body hence we need to replete it via our diet and if we don't do that then the body is simply going to take what's available it will start replacing it with omega 6s in its place and when omega 6s are broken down due to blue light their byproducts are not antioxidants as was in the case of omega 3s or dha now that we don't have those antioxidants we develop inflammation and inflammation is a positive charge while water and seafood etc are net negative charge that's how we combat inflammation via destructive interference you might be able to recollect we had spoken about it in episode 27 e is equals to mc square the foundation of wellness a side note on omega 6s they are not harmful unless and until we get them in the right proportion when we consume a healthy and balanced diet that includes foods like grass fed butter meats eggs nuts seeds etc the problem occurs when we consume things like 
conventional grain fed meat eggs and use highly oxidized and inflammatory cooking oils like canola corn soybean sunflower oil etc i have something interesting to share also since you all must be wondering what's the difference between grain and or corn fed meat and grass fed meats let's talk about algae first we know that algae in the sea produce dha from photosynthesis then the dha takes in sunlight and converts it to a dc electric current and vice versa the structure of the dha is three carbon chain based fats and hence we call it omega 3 it's present in the sn1 or sn3 hence it's not bioactive for us sn1 sn2 etc are terms used to describe the position of a molecule's fatty acid chain sn stands for stereospecific numbering and refers to the carbon atoms within the fatty acid chains sn1 refers to the first carbon atom the one closest to the glycerol backbone in the fatty acid chain while s2 refers to the second carbon atom and so on and so forth for dha to be useful for our body bioavailable basically it must be in the middle position called sn2 this position also makes it paramagnetic which means it is attracted to magnetic fields our mitochondria which are like tiny magnets have dense tissues that attract dha this allows dha to convert light into electrical signals and vice versa fishes eat plankton and plankton consumes algae and this makes the structure of dha in the sn2 position which is what we want hence eating fish is beneficial to health but of course the same thing can also be found in the fatty acid the fatty acid profiles of grass fed meats and organs because dha on land can be found in grass however this isn't going to happen if the animal or fish has been fed corn or grains instead remember you are what you eat eats and then when you eat it you have got to digest absorb get past the cell membrane and convert in order to be nourished benefit the microbiome a positive effect on your bioelectric field from the interaction of the energetics of the food you ate and even to get the right positive signaling going in your body via the mrna from your foods that not only influence your physiology but also your genetic activation and yeah another important thing please avoid omega 3s derived from fish oil we'll be getting into that in a future episode right so if we are indoors then it's ideal to wear those blue blocking glasses with amber colored lenses that help preserve dha in the retinal pathway and stimulate the production of melatonin in the eyes melatonin is typically associated with nighttime and sleep but it is actually produced by exposure to the am sunlight the morning sunlight 
And please note that long-term supplementation with melatonin carries risks such as thinning of the retina, giving rise to acute macular degeneration, which is another blue light disease since blue light destroys melatonin while it reduces the body's endogenous production of it. Never do it unless all utmost necessary, that too in the short term for acute illnesses. Instead, it is recommended to watch the sunrise to regulate the body's circadian rhythm, which affects immune cells such as B and T cells. However, if we are outside, you don't need to wear amber glasses. since. Ideally, you'd like to get exposure to the entire spectrum of sunlight. That will also optimize immune function. Now let's talk about building our solar tolerance. In the modern world we live in today, where we spend most of our time indoors, can increase the likelihood of sunburn during noon exposure, especially in the summer. To avoid this, Dr. Jack Cruz recommends building a solar callus to prevent getting burned, especially for Caucasians. And one way to do this, naturally, is by exposing your skin to the red light present in the spectrum of sunlight at sunrise and sunset. This preconditions the skin to avoid getting burned. Reason being, the spectrum of sunlight at that point of time has more red light in it. Also, if you want a supplement that helps with mitochondrial diseases, the sun is your best option. Now that we are in the spring season, it's perfect time to start since it's always advisable to do it from the beginning of spring. It's advisable to go outside before 10 a.m. or after 2 p.m. to slowly increase your exposure to sunlight and the melanin in your body. It's crucial to follow this step. As summer progresses, you should be able to spend more time under the sun. The whole idea is to gradually build up your tolerance while also taking steps to incorporate healthy fats as discussed earlier. Just a thought. We are generally recommended by experts to avoid the sun at solar noon. However, Vitamin D is produced in our body when we get exposure to the sun at noon. Anyways, moving on, when solar radiation hits the skin, the antioxidants come up and protect the skin from any damage. When the skin starts turning red and begins to burn, it simply means that we are out of antioxidants. It's that simple. We just need to replace the antioxidants. So incorporating an antioxidant-rich diet, you can stay out in the sun for extended periods as the antioxidants rise up in your skin and because of that, clubbed with your gradual built-up of solar tolerance as Juni described, you are able to spend more time under the sun. And as you do this, you are also building up the melanin in your skin. It's the natural tan that many of your desire. Next episode, we'll be talking about melanin. So as rightly explained by Arjun, we need to enjoy those brightly colored fruits and vegetables. Reds, purples and deep leafy greens, as well as the spices which are extremely protective. 
And if you're still concerned about sunburn, I get it. You're used to those sunscreens. The one thing you can do is consider consuming and or applying coconut oil or olive oil. Coconut oil has an SPF of 7, while olive oil has an SPF of 7.5. You can also consider castor oil, which has an SPF of 5.6. And just in case you fall asleep under the sun while you're building up your solar tolerance and you get a sunburn, then you can apply the gel that's crapped off from the aloe vera leaf. In addition to its healing properties, it's one of the best anti-aging topical agents for your body. There are more herbs and ingredients that you all can use and I'll be publishing an article. There are actually two articles that I'm working on right now. One's about how to make your own natural sunscreen at home as I'm going to give you varied options to choose from and the other is about the connection of insulin and sunlight. I'll be publishing these in the upcoming days. The link will be updated in the show notes. So do keep an eye out. You can also join our Telegram group or subscribe to our newsletter to stay updated. Yeah, and it will also be nice since we'll be able to interact with all of y'all. And with that, it's time to bid adieu. Until next time. Take care and see you all soon.